Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, December 4th. I'm Donald Ware, and we have the Celebration Bowl, which is now set. It's going to be a rematch of the very first Celebration Bowl taking place back in 2015 between Alcorn State and North Carolina A&T. That is because of Alcorn State's 37-28 victory over Southern in the SWAC championship game on Saturday. And by the way, that game was played on the campus of Alcorn State in Lorman, Mississippi. And I got to tell you, you know, for all the years, this is a SWAC championship game that has really struggled over the years to gain sponsorship uh, a lot of times to gain a fan base. It depends on the teams that are playing. I mean, if you, you know, an ideal matchup probably in the SWAC championship game, maybe Jackson State and Southern. I don't know. I think that may have happened a time or two since the SWAC championship place or game started taking place back in 1999. Alcorn State has had a very good following uh, as well. But for all of the years that the SWAC and and more recently in terms of having that game in Houston at our NRG stadium for all of those years that that's rent that's got to be paid and all of those type of things. um, I think this scenario is much better to have it on the respective campus of the higher seat, because think about it. You had basically a, uh, a, a two week, I don't know, maybe a three-week window in terms of announcing that the game was going to take place on the campus of Alcorn State. And what happened? You had in excess of 20,000 people in attendance at that football game. That's a that's that's more than uh, 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 quite a few times than uh, what is maybe had taken place um, in Birmingham when the SWAC championship game was was taking place there. A couple of times there were less than 20,000 fans in attendance in attendance for that game. I mean, of course, it didn't hurt that the game was on the campus of Alcorn State and that Southern was involved. Southern, one of the better, uh, more traveling fan bases in all of HBCU football. But nonetheless, I think a win for the SWAC because Really, at the end of the day, no matter where the game is going to be played, it's going to be shown on ESPN or the ESPN family of networks, in this case, ESPNU, which is another win for the SWAT. So big time football game in excess of 20,000 people saw Alcorn State defeat Southern 37 to 28. And like I said last week, I mean, I knew this was, I thought, I should say it was going to be a good football game. I thought that Alcorn State would win the football game. I guess I was right in both accounts because it was a, a, a it was tit for tat and Southern ultimately took a lead after the teams really traded um, touchdowns and then ultimately you had Southern that that went up by, or excuse me, Alcorn State went up by a couple of touchdowns. Southern came back. They went up by a score and then, or went up. They took the lead, I should say, and then ultimately Alcorn State uh, came back and scored the last 10 points of the ball game to win the ball game. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you, I mean, if you look at the numbers and you look at the play of Noah Johnson, the quarterback who uh, more recently was named the SWAC's Offensive Player of the Year. There was no, you know, there was no big surprise there. I mean, Noah Johnson, you know, from a passing perspective, was okay. I mean, if you look at the numbers, 18 of 25 passes completed, that's 68%. That's pretty decent. 
but for only 135 yards, didn't throw a touchdown, but also he did not throw an interception either. But what all Corn State was able to do in this football game was able to was to be able to run the football in this football game. 370 yards rushing against Southern. Deshaun Waller, I mean, he's this guy is absolutely tremendous. 177 yards rushing in the game. He had three touchdowns. He ran roughshod um, against Southern. And this, you know, this is a young man that a lot of people knew about. He was going to definitely be one of the Alcorn State running backs coming into the season. But everybody was paying attention to P.J. Simmons. Well, it's been Waller who has really been the man for Alcorn State this season. Uh, P.J. Simmons kind of got off to the, the, the faster start. But, you know, as I've mentioned over the last couple of weeks, when you look at this Alcorn State program, this is an Alcorn State program that has just had a plethora of running backs. I mean, you can look at the last three or four years. They've had at least two guys, most times three guys, that have been able to tout the pill or be able to tote the pill and has really been able to get it done for Alcorn State. So you look at the running game. Um, and then, uh, you know, I would say that Alcorn State in this football game um, was able to contain Ladarius Skelton. I mentioned the fact coming into this football game that they have have they they they've seen this kind of quarterback, meaning Alcorn State, and uh, they were able to contain um, Skelton for the most part. I mean, he had some decent numbers, but Alcorn State sacked Skelton five times and. Um, while Skelton was able to score some rushing touchdowns, um, no question about that, he scored three rushing touchdowns. He didn't get loose like he he was able to do against Grambling, particularly in the air. And he didn't get loose on the ground like he was able to do in some other football games this year. So for the most part, they were able to keep a very dangerous Ladarius Skelton in check. Ladarius Skelton, we're going to have our Botch to Row All-America team that's going to be released on Monday. Ladarius Skelton is going to be the impact player this year. There's no question about it. He comes in midway through the season, has a great impact for Southern, and Southern goes on uh, and 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 really finishes his, finishes things out to get to the point that Southern was able to get to. But I just thought that coming into this football game, Alcorn State had been knocking on the door for so many years in this football game. They've been playing in the SWAC championship game for so many years. Just couldn't get over the hump against a good Grambling team, the last a good Grambling program, I should say, the last couple of years. And so this was the year that Alcorn State was able to get over the hump. It had been since, what, 2014, the last time that the Southern program had played in the SWAC championship game. So a good performance by Alcorn State. It now sets up the matchup for the HBCU National Championship, which is going to take place on Saturday, December 15th. It's going to take place at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, the Celebration Bowl, again, a rematch uh, of A&T and Alcorn State. Um, you know, next week I'll talk a little bit more definitively and give you specifics with respect to that matchup. I will say this on the surface. I think both of these football teams are better football teams in 2018 than both of those football teams were in 2015 and yeah I mean I'm saying that and more specifically for A&T they of course had 
Tariq Cohen, who's doing big things, as a matter of fact, with the Bears. But in that particular football game, had three rushing touchdowns against Alcorn State. All three of those touchdowns were for 70 yards or more. But that A&T football team, or this A&T football team in 2018 is a better A&T football team than that football team was in 2015. If you look at Alcorn State, I think Alcorn State probably overall has the better football team. And I would say Alcorn State, again, this is just on the surface. I'm going to really break this thing down um, next week on the Takeaway Tuesday. Of course, it's Takeaway Tuesday today here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. But I would say that looking on the surface, um, that Alcorn defense in 2015, better than the Alcorn defense in 2018 but this is a good all-corn defense this is a you know the swack has been is known as more of a high-powered offensive league where no defense is played i i don't i don't necessarily subscribe to that and i think all corn state is the team that dispels that myth i mean if you look at them defensively that's been the that's been the the issue i think with all corn state when you look at this Alcorn State program in 2016 and 2017 and you compare it with the with this year's program, it's been the defense. The offense has been there. The running game has been there. When you look at 2016 and 2017, they just weren't able to stop a lot of people. And so especially more specifically Grambling because they lost to Grambling um, not only in the SWAC championship game but during the regular season. So this is a Alcorn State defense that's very, very good this year. Um, I think offensively, boy, they got to – I mean, this. I mean, you know, you can go to Waller and then, and then you have Simmons. I mean, Simmons was a guy that coming into this was on – was a Walter Payton Award on the Walter Payton Award watch list. You know, coming into the season, and Waller has basically unseated uh, P.J. Simmons, but they can still go to P.J. Simmons. But, again, you're going to see a matchup of a really good running team, meaning Alcorn State, against a phenomenal run-stopping team in North Carolina A&T. This matchup promises to be better than the matchup in 2015, and probably the, I mean, when you, when you look at last year's matchup between A&T and Grambling Boyd, these celebration bowls have been absolutely tremendous when you think about the matchups. And this is what sort of the design behind this was. And, of course, this year, uh, once again, it's going to determine the HBCU National Champ. I'm going to get more into that on next week's Takeaway Tuesday. Want to remind you on the weekend edition of From the Press Box to Press Row, it's that time of season and I'm in a giving mood, so I'm going to be giving my grades to the teams from the CIAA, going to be giving my grades to the teams from the SIAC as we've done each and every year. And towards the latter part of the week on our website at BoxToRow.com, I'm going to list the grades and then on the program, during the weekend edition, again, again of, of from the press box to press row, I'm going to tell you why I gave each team the grade that I gave it. So you don't want to miss the weekend edition of from the press box to press row. Tell a friend about the HBCU football daily podcast. They can either download and listen, or they can of course listen online at our website at botchtorow.com. Have a great day. Serve it to my vlogger.